guys, welcome back to the encounter. Um, I am here today with myself, of course, Kathy. Uh, I have my sister Sephora and Danny, who is on another podcast. Welcome back. And we also have Matthew with us as well. And we are going to continue this series called The Seven Deadly Sins. Um, these topics honestly have been very confronting and very um, edifying for me, which I hope have has been doing the same for all of you who are listening um, because the Lord for sure wants to transform our lives. Um, today's topic is about greed and greed is something that we all live with something that we all feel something that we all have towards others and it's very important to touch base on this because we will see why um the consequences to greed is very uh very difficult and harsh um sometimes it can be in the bible there's so many stories of people who die because of their greed and you know Obviously, we now live in a time of grace. So the Lord gives us an opportunity to, you know, not die spiritually and not die physically, of course, but um, an opportunity to be able to rise up again and leave the greed behind. Um, I want to start off with this story, which honestly impresses me every time I listen. I listen. I read it. And it is Ananias and Safira. And I wanted to um, touch base on this story because... Greed, um, I have the definition of Google, but I want to, uh, you know, like kind of connect it to the spiritual sense um, because the the definition of it is really, it, it really picks on two words, which is only about wealth and power. People become greedy when it comes with uh, people wanting something. And in many of the times, it's not wanting something that, you know, it's like seen as little, but always greedy towards something that looks great, that looks big, that is big in number, that is big in quantity, that is big in anything. And um, when we think about that, we start um, desiring stuff. We become selfish, which is another like synonym of greed. Um but I also would like to touch on the, I know in the last part, the last podcast that we were talking about like codiciar. How do you say codiciar in English? Lust. Like lust. Yeah. yeah. And codiciar in a way is like wanting something so bad that you just can't live without it. Wanting something so bad that you literally cannot move on obsession. or sleep until you actually have it. Yeah. An obsession. Good job. Yeah. And. And that's something so dangerous to have because that's what greed comes with. But now, touching base on this uh, story about Ananias and Safira, we found it in Acts 5. And just like a quick summary of what this uh, what this story is, is how Ananias is the husband of Safira and she is the wife. So they had this like piece of property, which, keep in mind, was theirs in the first place. And they had to... Um, they had to sell it, right? And after they sold it, they came back with like a, a portion of it and they gave it to the apostles and they said, hey, this is the amount of uh, earnings we got from selling this piece of property. But little do we know that they were lying. In Acts 5.3, Peter calls them out because the Holy Spirit reveals to them that they were lying. And Peter tells them in Acts 5.3, it says, But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and secretly keep back for yourself some of the proceeds from the sale of the land? In 4, it says, As long as it remained unsold, did it not remain your own to do with you as you pleased? Meaning, Peter was telling him, like, it was already yours. Why did you feel the need to be greedy? Why did you feel the need to lie? Like, you just put yourself in this bad situation that could have been avoided if you just would have been, you know, honest. 
Like it was yours <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. And he continues to say, and after it was sold, was the money not under your control? Again, telling him, dude, it was under your control. Why? The need to lie. And he said, and it continues to say, why is it that you have conceived this act of hypo- hypocrisy? hypocrisy hypocrisy and deceit in your heart you have not simply lied to people but to god and hearing these words ananias followed suddenly and died in great fear and all gripped those who heard of it so the holy spirit comes to convict us of our own mistakes of our own greed that we have towards others or even the things that we have because we might think like hey i need some type of uh earnings out of something because i worked hard for it because it was mine and he tried to put a front in in front of all these apostles and the apostles were like you know they could have already known but thanks to peter who was filled with the holy spirit the holy spirit opened his eyes to tell him like hey you're lying and we see greed in this story because ananias wanted to keep some of the portion for himself and his wife and not only did he know but so did his wife and his wife was somebody as well that just didn't that didn't want to you know call out his husband for and be like hey you know that's that's incorrect um and so dude and their consequence was very very bad because not only did uh ananias die but later on in the rest of the story his wife dies as well because she too was in the plan after like he gave her like the benefit of doubt yeah he was like so he he, she came up to me he was like um so is this how much you sold the land for? And she's lied too. And she was like, yeah, yeah. for that much. <laughs> and and then he was like, how is it that you agreed together to the spirit of the Lord? Behold, um, the feet of those who are buried at your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Like imagine he's like, oh, like that's what your husband said too. Like goodbye. And he just dies. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Like there <laughs> was an opportunity for them to like, for well, not for Ananias, but for her to actually like turn the greed that her husband had and, you know, try to make amends or try to explain. But it was too late. And that's how that's how bad our greed can get to the point where we die. And they died physically, but we can die spiritually. Right. You know what I was gonna tell you guys? That I actually have had this question for a very long time in my life. <laughs> like why why would Ananias do this? Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But if you guys read the last verse of Acts four, it is very important for you guys to read that part because it says that this guy came and did exactly what he was trying to do. He came he sold his land and gave it to to the to the apostles and then out of nowhere ananias came out and says i want to do it too mm-hmm. and honestly those are the one upper people those are the people that i'm trying to tell you that, that we were just talking about that it's everything about them though and that's a greedy trait that we all have and i'm not even talking about anybody here i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying it's a greedy trait to have because he knew it was impossible for him to give it like the other guy did. And yet when he saw somebody else do it, he said, oh, I want to do it too. And most of the time, that's how we that's how we offer things to the Lord. Because we see Cat do something really big. And notice that most of the people that, that do it out of their heart fall, follow through. And then when somebody goes, oh, I'll do that too. They never follow through because it's it's it, it has to come from your heart. And that's why it's important for us to understand that that greedy, you know, uh, Danny, that greedy Matthew, the greedy cat, the greedy Sephora that's inside of us. We must have it keep when well, we must keep it in check and say, hey, 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 it wasn't it, can't, it didn't come from your heart. You cannot give the same offering because we might be doing what, you know, Ananias and Sephora did and come short and end up dying. Sorry. <laughs> and that's like, uh, like, that's not to say that, like, for example, like, if Cat were to, like, give an offering and I'd be like, oh, like, I would really want to do that too. Like, it also, de- like, it depends on, like, what we have in our heart, right? And that also, like, ties into, like, 
like what we do for appearance as well because obviously the way they did it they could have given it all but obviously because of appearance they wanted to show that oh instead of saying we're only giving part of it we're giving all of it to show that they're like oh i did that too like i'm just as great as they are right but like also like an offering that somebody else you can it can also be like um for example like uh like dansa i remember heinz told us once he's like the dansa is there but also it's like to not like to motivate other people to dance you know like it's kind of like what halomai means like to like salpicar like what you were giving the explanation of what it meant it's like yeah. to also like share it to others to, like inspire them to also do the same thing but yeah but like for like when we have the greediness inside our heart it also wants us like kind of like a greediness for like for like people's like um yeah approval right and being like oh like i want them to see that i can be just as much as this person so that's what i wanted to add sure. as well one more thing. Proverbs fifteen twenty seven. And listen to what happened in Aeneas. Get on Aeneas' story and apply it to this. He who profits unlawfully, unlawfully brings suffering to his own house. Mm. Because of Aeneas, his wife died. But he who hates bribes and does not receive nor pay them will live. Meaning, this is exactly what happened to Ananias, right? All he had to do is give, not profit unlawfully, and he, gonna, he was going to live. But yeah. since he lied, not only did he lie, but his wife lied, and they both died, and this whole household just ended there. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, that reminded me of okay. I'm just real quick. That reminded yeah. me of yesterday's preaching because that that was exactly what they were talking about. You know, the armaduras de Saul, and he was saying that everything that you know that you have it transmits to your whole family. And what does that do? That falls to your kids. That falls to your wife. That falls to everyone. And the Bible talks about how greed also is uh, like the beginning point of arguments. It's the beginning of, of like fights in yeah. any sort of way. In Proverbs 28, 25, 26, it says, An arrogant and greedy man stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be blessed and prosper. He who trusts confidently in his own heart is a dull, thick-headed fool. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he who walks in skillful and godly wisdom will be rescued and this is something that we should always think of because strife is also known as arguments is also known mm-hmm. as as fighting and that is something that is an attribute that somebody who's like a fool would do mm-hmm. right but when somebody is wise what they're gonna do is like nah i'm not gonna be greedy what i'm gonna do is look at what i have work with what i have because we want something that somebody else has, but we don't want to go through the process that that person went through. Yeah. We only want the end result, but not the whole process that they went through. And that's what we forget to look at because it's nice. But if God also sees the greed in our heart and says, hey, you need to work with what you have because how are you going to take care of something else if you can't handle what mm-hmm. you have? There still has to be an order in your life because how do you expect to have something else in your list if you can't have an order or have an organization or have discipline like they were talking about in the, in the podcast uh, uh, previously um, that we just we won't be able to have that if Mm -hmm. we don't if we don't understand and see what we have within ourselves because greedy is when our eyes are put on somebody else rather than our own life rather than our eyes being set on Jesus Christ and what he wants in our life for us Um, and what Jesus wants for our life is way way more better and bigger than what we want like we may be looking like just inside of the box but god is looking at the outside of the box and he's saying like no this this is what you're gonna have and for your greed to um you know be you know not grow but be smaller our eyes have to be fixed to Mm -hmm. 
to Christ because that's what's going to be the light to our path and not feel that that motive of being angry, not that motive of having an argument. Or when we see somebody grow spiritually and, you know, rise up into a position, you start thinking, oh, no, that should be me. Mm-hmm. No, your time will come. It will come. But there's a process. So greedy is somebody who wants to have an argument, somebody that wants to have an input. And that's the incorrect way to think um, in that way because somebody that's wise will understand that their path is is in process, that their plan, not their plan, sorry, that God's plan for them is going to take them in a in a calm and a perfect way that the yeah. Lord wants it to be. Yeah, and another thing that to take away from the story of Ananias and Safira that uh, I just saw right now was um, in Acts 5.2, um, well, five one and five two, right? But a man named Ananias and his wife uh, Safira sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge, right, he kept it back for himself. Notice how it doesn't say like with his wife's approval, with his wife's anything, right? And even in King James version, it says, and his wife also being privy to it, and privy the actual word meaning um, to be aware of it or to understand, right? So when they did it, it was mostly like a thing of like Ananias, the way I see it. Um, but Safira also went along with it, right? And when she, when uh, Peter asked her, like, oh, is this all the land that you sold? Um, the way I see it is that, like, Safira was kind of, like, trying to like, hide it for her husband. So it also sh- – and she also died, right? So the way I see it is, like, the the way – the people that we're with, if we're also um, – enti- not enticing. If we're also, um, like, uh, <laughs> not approving, but, like, no, like, mo- not motivating them either. But, like, are, if we're okay with them – doing oh, this kind of stuff and having this greedy behavior, then we also become a part of that bad thing that may also lead to spiritual death for us, right? Because we're not calling them out on it, right? And as brothers and sisters, we should all be able to be like, oh, like, hey, like, that's not right. Maybe we shouldn't do that, you know? And But as Safira didn't, you know, for herself say the truth, she defended, she was like kind of covering for her husband and she, that's when she also died spiritually. And I just wanted to add that into it there as well. And you know, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you guys that it's so crazy because, um, you know, some of us might even say, oh, you know, I'm not greedy at all, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm free of that sin, right? And, and it's so crazy how, how Jesus says in Matthew five forty six, it says, if you only love those who only love you, what reward do you have? Do not even tax collectors do that? And you might say, Danny, but what does this have to do with greed? The most greedy people of that time were tax collectors. And that's why they were hated so much because it was supposed to be 5%, but they'll be like, I'm going to charge you 7 And they'll be like, why? Because I said so. And that was it. And, and, and imagine how, how it applies. It, this all talks to us, right? I, I hope yeah. Abu all talks to like It says, if you only love the people that you love, what reward do you have? So in, in reality, this is what he's saying. This is the Danny version. If you only love the people that love you, then you are, in fact, very greedy. And it says, and if you only greet only your brothers, wishing them the God's blessing and peace, what more and others are you doing? Do not even Gentiles who do not know the Lord do that? You therefore will be perfect. So it even tells us, it calls upon, it calls upon and it says, you guys should be perfect, just like Jesus was trying to be the sons that like the father needs to have. And this hit me in my literally mouth right now because I was just reading it. And I was saying, you know, most of the time, we are literally that. Like, for example, do you go around your school and say, hey, guys, God bless you? No. No, right? Like, it's not something, it's not something, uh, you do it once and you're like, oh, ah, wrong place. And listen to, <laughs> listen to what it says here, that if you only bless to the people that, that, that you come to church with, what reward do you have? And I'm not just saying for you, I used to do the same thing. 
You know, like I, I don't call people brothers outside of the church. Mm -hmm. I don't go say, "Hey, God bless you." Oh, I don't. You know, I let alone you know start doing other stuff that I do in church. You know, like mm -hmm. like I, so I look at this and this hits me literally like in my face, and I'm just like, God, I don't want to be this greedy person. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be just like the Gentiles. I don't want to be like the tax collectors. I remove this greediness out of my heart because. That is something that we have to remove. You know, if you give it to me, then I give it to you. Yeah. And that is not the way that it should be given. We should give love freely, love our enemies, love our friends, love those who do bad to you. And even it says, and uh, Jesus says, right, love those who do bad for you and pray for them. Yeah. And then it says, but then that's that's what gets, that's what gives you a, a, a not only a, a leg up, but it makes you different from everybody else. Yeah. And sorry, I, I wanted to change the subject. I don't know if you wanted to say something. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Did you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, but it was like off like topic oh, of what you're saying. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, I came across this one verse. Um, it was Luke 12, 15. And it says, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And this verse kind of like reminded me of this one story in Matthew 19, 16 to 30. But I'm just going to read 21 to 22. It was like this man who loved his riches. And he told Jesus, like, I want to follow you I'm, I'm just read the verse he said jesus um answered if you want to be perfect then go sell all that you own give the money to the poor and you will have have riches in heaven then come and follow me but when the young man heard jesus tell him to give away his money he was so sad he didn't want to do this because he was he was very rich so he left so not only like did the man want to follow jesus but jesus knew that that the man that the young man had something in his heart he had already like a possession in his heart so he told me oh if you want to come follow me and you want you want to prioritize me in your life then go leave all your greed behind go leave all your money behind if you want to come and follow me because because you can't come to god with the heart well i mean yeah you can't you can but like but if you want to make space for God, you have to leave all your your um your greed that you have. Like if if you have if you prioritize something more than let's just say than God, then that's literally idolizing and that's evil. But the young man, um, he left. Like he 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 didn't want to he didn't want to leave his riches because he he was greedy. Not greedy, yeah, greedy, right? Yeah. So and that that literally was like and like how you guys said like um ananias and stuff like that they both died so this man died spiritually as well too because he didn't want to do anything with uh, jesus after he told him to leave his money so i'm guessing that he died spiritually as well too so yeah, yeah and something that i wanted to um i'm kind of changing the subject here i don't know if anybody wants to add anything else but um Something that I kind of noticed with like Ananias Safido, like these uh, things of greed, is a greed kind of like um, um, to me is kind of tied to like this feeling of ungratefulness or like an un, what you call it, like a not content. like yeah, not being content with what yeah. you have, right? Because greediness is always wanting something more, right? Greediness is always wanting something beyond what you have right now, and a store like for me like a. a what comes to mind is like the Israelites when they were walking with Moses um, after being freed from Egypt, like they were always discontent with what they had, you know, yeah. they were always like, Oh, but like now I think about it in Egypt, I have, a, I had a lot more than this, you know, like, uh, and maybe we should like, it would have been better if we stayed in Egypt. Like, and they had the mana, they were like, they yeah, were but I kind of don't want this. Yeah. And they were like, you know, like, and God provided so much for them and giving thanks is like, maybe like kind of a solution that we can have to having this greed. Right. If you're thinking like, 
you know, I have this job and I make this amount of money, but I want more. You know, it's nice to want to have more, yeah. you know, but like when it comes to a point of greediness where, you know, um, you like just stop caring about everything else and just want that one thing. And, you know, like the love for money being the root of all evil, you know, mm-hmm. like that's where we like have to stop and like give thanks for what we have, being content with what God has given us and knowing that the process that God has us in is for a reason. Right. And I just want to read this um, um, psalm, which is 100, uh, Psalm 101 through uh, 5. It says, a psalm for giving thanks. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Save the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Note the Lord, he is God. Um, um, oh, this is not the verse I was looking for. Sorry. But <laughs> the verse I was looking for, I don't know if somebody knows what it is. But it's the what psalm that says, enter through his gates with thanksgiving. I know it's a Oh, it's a Philippians psalm. 4. It's where it says, uh, oh, gracias no. por sus atrios con alabanza. Yeah, but it's that one. It's a psalm. And, you know, and something that we learned uh, that when um, Heinz came to preach, he was like, enter through his gates with thanksgiving, you know. Thanksgiving is such an important, vital part of our lives, giving it to the Lord. What was it? Oh, Oh, Psalms 104. Oh, 104. Okay. Oh, that's the one I was reading. It says, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever. Okay, but... um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah but um there there's it's a psalm and um, i'll try to find it later but <laughs> yeah verse four i just enter looked at it enter his gates with the songs of thanksgiving and his course of praise and be thankful for them and, and bless his name yeah you have the wrong bible there. psalms 100 this is esv okay well like, uh, it's psalms 104 friends. okay <laughs> but it says enter through his gates right and when we're trying to find um the way into like the atrium to the holy place into the holiest place these are all gates that we go through right and um heinz taught us that what we do is give um actions of thanksgiving right give thanksgiving to the lord and it's such an important part of our lives that it helps us through even like anxiety like you know um there i'm pretty sure there was a um Please double check me on this, but like I'm pretty sure there was a research study showing that like in times of anxiety, like anxiety and like being like grateful and like uh, thankful is like two opposite things that like cannot happen at the same time. So it's such an important part of our life that can help us that can help us even with greed. You know, if we're wanting if we're finding ourselves wanting like um, being greedy and like trying to like even like um, being like stealing can be a form of greed, you know, and in those moments be like, okay, just stop and think of like being grateful for what you have you know it's even like the entrance into the holy place being grateful giving th- giving thanks all the time so yeah that's what i want to add i i love that you brought up thanksgiving because uh my favorite verse in the bible is when david is telling the lord or not telling the lord well yeah speaking to the lord but talk, talking to himself as well saying how you know um so bless bless the lord and remember from where he where god has taken you out from and i think it, it's so 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 important because when we reach a level of you know having the thing that the lord has not that the lord well the lord has given us but that we have asked the lord for we have it and we have it for a long time and then we just like fall out of love with it or we have it already in our hands and then we just want more and we want more which we were talking about we're not content with what we have and those people the israelites they were so they were not content so much which is why that verse is so beautiful to me because 
we forget like oh yeah we're in like in this nice sweet and 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 you know good position but a couple years ago we would have not we would have never thought we would be in the place that we are in which then when we have everything we become so greedy we become selfish we want we want more and more and more and we never like have a time to stop and think and say thank you lord for you know taking me out of Egypt thank you for everything that I have now the little that you've given me that you've seen me be faithful in and now you've you know prospered in so many ways um that you know I wouldn't have ever imagined in my Mm -hmm. life and in the story of Joshua um when Joshua becomes to lead right after uh, Moses dies I love when they're about to cross the Red Sea because they do like this act of the the 12 stones right Mm -hmm. and when they are crossing the Red Sea they leave the stones where they're crossing right and then once they get to the other side, he tells all of them, hey, I need all of you to get a stone and keep it with you. Because in the future, when you guys have kids, you're going to tell them what God did in your life. Mm-hmm. And that was honestly, when I read that story, I was like, <laughs> that was so like, I'm going to go get a rock myself. <laughs> and every time I see it, I'm going to remember everything that God did yeah. for me. And when I saw and when I when I heard that, I was like, that's so good because imagine those israelites they were like all greedy and you know were desiring and like were codiciando what they had before but when they were on the other side and you know they were free they were still with that attitude but then joseph uh joseph joshua he does his act and tells him like you're never gonna forget what god did for your life and that's beautiful because that stops the greed to grow that stops the greed not even to grow but just stops the greed period and that's what that's what we should have although when we do have greed um there's like a there's like a difference in being greedy and being jealous because mm. there's a there's a christian like jealousy there's a jealousy where so. you uh yeah zealous where where you see someone do good and you're like wow like i want to be able to have a relationship with the lord so i can get to that stature not in the way of like oh i want to steal his blessing but more yeah. in a way of hey i actually want to you know grow more, like grow more spiritually mm. uh you know learn my instrument this way learn how to preach that way or not even see not even see like the fruits that you have I mean, not the fruits, but the gifts that you have, but see the fruits that you have. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, confidence can be one of them. Patience can be one of them. Love can be one of them. That They can be zealous of, of mm-hmm. you for the thing. So maybe even us, like people can, uh, we can think like, wow, everybody feels so greedy or selfish towards me. But no, there's zealous that people can have, which is a good thing because that means the Lord is using you so those people can also grow their, grow their faith in the Lord. But the whole point was for this to, for us to understand like remember where the lord took you out from because when you were at your lowest points you did not feel greed you did not feel the want to uh bash on people because they were growing you were the person uh once as well that you know now you're growing but back then you were not growing that much Mm -hmm. but now that you've reached that uh stature of you know of knowing the word and how to like navigate things you've kind of forget all you think about is greed Mm -hmm. and it's not about like the position or how high we can get but where god wants to use you because even even if you're at the bottom god can use you greatly who cares uh any place god thinks it's uh worth it god thinks you're still worthy of still using but always remember where god took you out of and be thankful um and you know if you have something in your house (laughs) that makes you look at like oh wow this is what i'm gonna remember every time i look at it Mm -hmm. do it because this is beautiful imagine just one simple rock because of the act they did when crossing the red sea it was like okay now not only you are you gonna remember but your generations are gonna remember too yeah and uh something that i've also noticed is that um 
with all these uh, deadly sins that we've talked about on the podcast, a lot of them, most of them, if not all of them, really like coincide with each other, right? If you, if you do not get rid of, if you don't like, um, I'm try- like not get rid of, but like, well, get rid of like some of these sins, then they're going to attack. They're going to like um, help you, not help you. They're going to like, I don't know how to explain it, but for example, um, with envy, right? Envy coincides with greed because if I like Anias and Safira, like he was saying, like if like I saw these people do it, like oh I want to like, be seen the same as them, right? That's envy, you know. Like envy is like wanting what somebody else um, has, you know. And greed is also seen um, in the Bible as wanting to covet something, and the Bible tells us not to covet our neighbor's wife, you know. And that's envy after somebody. But you know what? It also coincides with lust. If we want, if we don't want to cover our neighbor's wife, it's greed, it's envy, and it's lust. Mm-hmm. So all these things, if we don't deal with greed, then it's probably gonna affect us in trying to, with our lust. If we don't uh, deal with envy, it's gonna affect us in our greed. You know, all these things are gonna coincide with each other, and kind of like stockpile and kind of making like a lot of stuff worse. So we have to like kind of like deal with all these things equally as well. And, and I, I think uh, I think you guys hit it on the nose that the way we get get rid of. Uh, of grid is, is just thinking the Lord. And honestly, um, just like you said, when David says that, you know, thank the Lord for thinking whatever he, he took me out of, that's one. And just thinking Lord because thinking the Lord because even for the bad parts of our life, you know, because um, the Bible says that his plans are higher than our own part, uh, our, our own plans, you know. So I think we have to understand that greed, greed comes, look, I think greed comes from, comes from a thought of saying i'm gonna take things into my own hands and don't let a god do what he's gonna do in your life so i, I think in order to to let a uh, greed yeah you know i think not let but root out greed out of your life is number one let god take control and number two give thanks because yeah. sometimes bad things are gonna happen like for sure dude you're gonna get broken at some point so at some point something's gonna happen that's gonna break you but that's good because even David was broken and every good man of the Bible and every good woman of the Bible was at some point broken. So God likes to put back together broken people. He he, he, he likes to have a, a clean canvas. So, you know, I want to tell you guys all that that are out there that like you guys feel greedy or you guys feel like, you know what else greedy uh, greedy people feel like? It's never, um, they never, I think you guys talked about it, it's never enough. And, and and honestly, when you guys, when you were saying that, did you hit me in, like, in the heart because... You know, like three years ago, I was um, I was praying, I, I was praying, and uh, and I was telling God, God, I want to be more spiritual. You know, I want to be more spiritual. I want to be more spiritual. And honestly, at that time, I didn't know that I was doing pretty well. Yeah. You know, and then like as my life went through, and then you know, there's always ups and downs. You know, I know what it is to be down. Yeah. And I'm like, God, can I just get back to what yeah. I was doing? <laughs> and then when you're up, you're like, Oh God, I want more. And instead of just saying, God, thank you for where I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? With these, without these ups and downs, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am. And yeah. you know, ups are to show you how you can be, and downs are also to keep you humble. And I think just yeah. the, the, I think the, I think the end of my testimony here is just I, I stopped saying, God, I want this, but I said, God, thank you. And that's been my prayer for like the last year. Yeah. And I said, God, thank you for the good. God, thank you for the bad. Yeah. You've been there all along. And all I want to say is, don't leave me. Don't abandon me. I'm here. Yeah. I sin. I'm a horrible person. But God, keep me close. And uh, I tell you guys the same way uh, to you guys. If you guys feel like this hit you guys in your heart or in your mouth or like it hit me, um, I tell you guys that, you know, God has control and God will is more likely 
uh, to to forgive you because he says it in, in in his prophets he says if his, if my people would just turn back from their sin and come to me I will heal them and their land so let's pray back let's go back to the Lord uh, guys thank you guys for uh, you know hearing our podcast I'll see you guys uh, next week every Wednesday don't forget at 4 p.m. God bless you guys take care. Thank you.